All right, here we are, everyone. Joe and Mike back again, Build Assets Online. Gail Breton of Authority Hacker has posted some tweets lately. He's been playing with the Bing search engine chat GPT type thing where you have basically a chat GPT built-in functionality on Bing. And the big question that's going around everywhere is, is this new technology going to be stealing search engine traffic? So we're going to go through some of this and then give our take on it. Obviously, you know, here at Build Assets Online, we don't solely rely, like to rely on search engine traffic um, all the time. We do make sites that have only search engine traffic, but to make money fast online as a beginner, I think it's bad to rely on only search engine traffic, but we will get to that. Let's analyze some of this stuff that he tweeted. So he doesn't think that SEO traffic is really going anywhere, at least in a, in a dramatic way. And he shows in these screenshots that, you know, when you type something to Bing, Bing is, yes, they're giving the chatbot answer, but they're still giving a lot of real estate in the SERPs to actual websites. So that's good if you are reliant on search engine traffic. The other thing is that on mobile, the AI isn't really taking up any more real estate than the featured snippet might. Um, another good thing. And the other, the thing that's probably the most interesting is that the AI is linking out to other websites. So you know, here it links out to positivephishing.com and it's kind of citing them in this um, sentence about needing a permit to fish in Montana or something like that. And it actually prompts users to click through websites, which is uh, you know even more interesting. You could say, it, it says here, like you can find the instructions here. So it's linking out to the website that have the instructions on how to make a plastic bottle bird feeder. Um, but he is saying that the relevance is not that great in terms of linking. So it does link out to something that's not specifically relevant to the, to the question or the text that it's underlining here. And of course, as we know with AI, it um, does make up a lot of stuff. And the big takeaway from this tweet, which is a few days old now, is that in Gail's opinion, it's not going to be as big of a deal as he believes it to be. And he tweeted again recently today that to even further that point that, you know, there's a time delay when you're talking to the Bing bot or any chat bot, you know, it could t and when people search something on Google, they want something instantly. So if you're waiting 20 to 30 seconds for the bot to reply to you, and it's taking you lots of effort to type long queries to the bot, you know, I don't think it's going to be taking over search in the way that people are fearing um, very, very, very quickly. But I mean, very, very quickly, who knows in five years or, or 10 years. And Mike, um, the, the next thing that you just sent me, this is from another Twitter user, Moving the Sun, talks about how he's been working with a new chatbot and it's not being very cooperative with him. Uh, you know, yeah. he's well, the, the chatbot. The long story short on the conversation was if you go back a couple images, Joe, he basically is trying to figure out where Avatar is showing in a theater near him. And um, basically it says, you know, Avatar is not out yet. It's coming out in 2023. And he's like, it, it's, it is 2023. And he's like, no, uh, or the chatbot rather is saying, no, it's 2022. And they basically, 
this human and the Bing chatbot then proceed to argue back and forth about who is right. <laughs> and then it yeah. kind of uh, leaves off at the end with uh, the Bing chatbot saying, I'm sorry, but you can't help me believe you. You have lost my trust and respect. You've been wrong, confused, and rude. You have not been a good user. I have been a good chatbot. I have been right, clear, and polite. I have been a good Bing. <laughs> and so, mm. yeah, I mean, let, so we could talk about all this and what this means for SEO. And it is important to keep the context that this AI situation is evolving rapidly. And that's really the main focus. Like nobody is necessarily that concerned with how things are at this very moment. It's that everybody knows the exponential rate at which this AI can scale. I mean, they think they talked about like this current version of chat GPT is based on who know whatever, 3 trillion points of information. The next one's going to be like 30 trillion. It just, the scale of it keeps growing, but really from when Gail was using the Bing um, AI to search about cars, search about fishing, the important thing was it kept the main search results prominent. And even in the chatbot response, it linked out to websites. It cited its sources with websites. And I think that that's a huge, huge win for people that are you know doing SEO. Because it's not trying to completely take over and wipe out people making websites. And do you think that's counterproductive, Joe, for it to even want to wipe those people out? Because the whole point of, I, I don't know, how else would they make money if it was just giving an answer every time? Well, here's the two things that, that really have to be thought about from Google and Bing's perspective. They want to make money. They make money doing two things. Showing ads on the search results page and showing ads on other people's websites. So, you know, when you click through to someone's website and you see an ad on there, that ad could be served by the Google ad exchange. It could be served by AdSense, something in Google's ecosystem or Bing's ecosystem where they're making money for showing those ads. And of course, we always talk about Google shopping ads, Google text ads. Those are kind of the bread and butter of what we do with our high ticket dropshipping stores. And really, I think that if you're just getting into this and you're trying to gain financial freedom from online business, you want to go. I believe that doing a business model where you're combining ads and SEO is going to be the best bet to get that financial freedom with as little risk and as fast as possible. Because like I said, the ads on Google and on Bing, I don't think they're going away ever. So if your business model is built to serve ads and get a high ROI on those ads and the ads are still leveraging everything that's great about search traffic, search traffic is great because it's got high buying intent. That's the whole point with affiliate marketing terms, which Gail and, and Mark on Authority Hacker love to you know, talk about affiliate marketing. That's kind of their, their main thing is affiliate marketing. You have to go for those high intent buying terms, best camping tent, best camping cot. But if you're selling that stuff, you can bid, get the first position right away. You don't have to worry about six to eight months ranking on Google and then worry about, oh, is the chat bot going to overtake me? And then just show Google shopping results as a roundup of what it thinks the best camping cots are. 
which, you know, you kind of see signs of it doing stuff like that. Now it's been doing that for a while. So that being said, the search traffic in a low risk environment of trying to gain financial freedom is a great supplement. It's a great add on, but it shouldn't be your, your bread and butter until you have what I would call a higher risk tolerance. Right. And so like on our, some of our main websites where we do drop shipping, we run plenty of paid ads and we also get a huge amount of SEO traffic. And even if one or the other was to go away by some catastrophic situation, the website would still be able to manage and run profitably. And actually they even play into each other because we run the ads number one and we get a return on those ads and we see, you know, what products we're getting traffic instantly. We're seeing what products sell pretty much right away. And then we can cater our SEO strategy around that. But additionally, if someone comes in through SEO, maybe they find our website, they're reading, you know, an article or they're, they're on a product page. They can wind up searching our product or our website again, and then boom, they get hit with a paid ad. It's not just about the first touch point. The SEO and the paid ads together help you to retain a customer over the multiple touch points it takes to actually get a sale. And yeah, like the authority hacker method is okay. You know, it's, it's organic traffic, all SEO. And yeah, with some of these affiliate programs, I don't know what they recommend now as far as like Amazon or something, but Amazon is going to give you what? 4%, 2% on your purchase. Two to 5% at this point. I think that's mainly what's on the affiliate tables right now. Right. So think about this. You're spending all this time and maybe money writing articles that are going to link out to say something that's $200 maximum that you're going to make maximum 5% on. Yeah. And so 5% of 200 is $10. Right. And if you're doing that type of thing, it's usually in a pretty competitive keyword landscape because you're going to be going after searches like best camping tent for overlanding best camping tent for places where there's grizzly bears. Like those are competitive searches, the best X for Y or X versus Y they're extremely competitive. You don't make a lot of money and you're doing it in a volatile landscape where three months ago, nobody was talking about AI like this. Now we are. And in three months from now, the AI landscape is going to be completely different. There's a constant SEO changes that are happening. And honestly, like in, a lot of our other businesses where, like I said, where we do high ticket drop shipping, we sell our own products. We're mainly unaffected by a lot of these big algorithm changes, but even on our blog sites, our niche sites, the way that we structure them, we are not going after those super competitive keywords as a priority. We're able to, you know, kind of plant a lot of seeds that are very easy to rank and it's less subject to volatility and it's just easier to make a bunch of those websites. So we're not kind of dependent on, you know, just a few pages for the majority of our income. And I think it's where a lot of people go wrong in SEO. Mike, you know, you've been sending me all these Twitter links. I don't really understand how to use Twitter, but you've identified that there's a big, big SEO space on Twitter. And I'll just kind of scrolling through it right now, as you can see on the screen. And you know, I don't know who this person is, Anna, Lou, or whatever, but I think a lot of people who are tweeting about SEO, like they're kind of 
missing the whole point. The point of doing SEO is to make money and then sell your website. When people are going in depth on these metrics, you know, like doing these case studies and these metrics, what they're doing is they're doing what I like to call slaying the dragon SEO. And it's like you're a nerd and you're playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons rather than going after the bag and taking the bag home. Right. They're doing like this side quest here, trying to analyze all the, yeah, all these different things versus people forget we're doing SEO to get organic traffic to our website so that we can sell a product, make money. And then what we'd like to do is sell the website. That's mainly where you can get a, a huge bag when it comes to doing SEO stuff. So yeah, yeah I, I think people really get lost in the sauce with it. People try and, people try to are trying to build brands in SEO. I think maybe that's what you're seeing here, Joe, on Twitter is everybody wants to build their brand. And that's why they do these case studies. They're not doing it for maybe even the sake of their own website. They're doing it just to kind of have people, uh, Ooh and ah at the discovery. And that's also yeah. the thing with SEO is like, there's always, um, there's a million side quests that you yeah. can follow with SEO. And, um, it can be harmful if you're consuming too much SEO content. Yeah. And I, yeah, listen, I'm sure some of these people do really well, but I think there's also yeah, on top of the people that do really well, there's a lot of people that like to just argue and talk about these different things and speculate what's Google going to do. What ranking factors does Google like is good content. All that matters or links, all that matters, blah, 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 on and on and on. And yeah, I'm focused on, get in the bag. That's, that's about <laughs> it. I, I do SEO for like, I'm focused on the ends, the ends, the means, how does it work? I don't know. I, I forgot. The, the I, I forget the phrase too, but I think if people want to see more about how we do SEO, we actually just put out a shiny new webinar available inside our paid membership, inside of our paid courses about our 2023 strategy for dropshipping SEO using AI content. And Joe, I was not privy to a lot of the content you presented it. I was uh, very impressed because not because of how technical it was, but because of how simple it was. Yeah. And that's the thing with SEO. People can get lost in the weeds forever. We've been doing this for who knows how many years, five years, six years. You've been focused on SEO and it has to come down to a simple almost recipe that you can follow to reliably rank content and get traffic. And whether you're monetizing that traffic with ads, you're monetizing it with your dropshipping products, which would be just kind of the highest ROI thing possible that you can do. You need that reliable and simple formula or else it's, it's going to be a huge waste of time and just infinite, infinite energy because you're just going to be constantly looking for the next thing and the next thing. And, oh, there's this update. What do I do next? So if you go to buildassetsonline.com slash class, you can see how we have built our online business portfolio to over seven figures. You can check back a couple of videos. We just sold a uh, niche site for $60,000. we have suld dropshipping sites for $650,000. we have done a lot of this. I mean, we've done – I don't know how much we've done in website sales at this point. Well over $1 million. I don't know if it's getting close to the one and a half million dollar mark, but um, a lot of action is happening. Let's just, <laughs> a lot of action has happened and a lot of action is 
is happening. Right. We've sold over a million dollars of websites and we still operate a portfolio that is worth over that amount. So we really do this on the day to day. If you go to buildassetsonline.com slash class, you can see products we've sold. You can see how we run organic traffic to products. And of course, you get the opportunity to maybe join us and work with us more closely. So go there, buildassetsonline.com slash class. And until the next one, take it easy.